there. Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and I'm so glad you're here. We're going to talk today about two important marketing skills that you can leverage. The first is narration, and the second is storytelling. So Erin Young, who's my guest today, she discovered how important these skills are when we dove into her signature system because we wanted to uncover a more compelling way for Erin to convey her message. Now, I know that narration and storytelling, they kind of sound like the same thing, but they're actually different in this particular context. Let me walk you through it. Narration occurs when you explain exactly what you're doing while it's happening. It's actually a skill that you probably use as a coach a lot. While storytelling, what it does is helps your audience understand your work more deeply because they're able to see themselves through the stories that you tell. So if you ever feel like nobody quite understands what exactly you do, or maybe you lean too hard into being a professor instead of a storyteller, perhaps you just want to be able to layer more creativity and connection into your marketing. Any way you slice it, you're going to love the conversation I had with Erin. Let me tell you a little about her. Erin Young helps natural health practitioners share their craft authentically, moving beyond the grind with purpose, stability, calm, and connection. But Erin's niche, it's evolving, and her signature system, because of that, it just felt a little confusing and even limiting. Okay, when we let go of the idea, though, that her target audience needs to fit a certain occupation, Erin discovered that sometimes the best way to define your ideal client is to define the moment of time that they're in. Now, I'll confess that I came into this conversation feeling a little bit nervous because inside the hive, Erin and I, we've been struggling a little bit to pin down her signature system, but everything somehow clicked today and I cannot wait for you to hear the breakthroughs we both had. I also just want to shout out my friend, Marisa Corcoran. She inspired a tool that Erin and I played around with during the episode. It's called the Story Strip Down, and Marisa actually taught it on this very show. That is episode 25, and we've linked it for you in the show notes. Okay, I am ready to do this. Let's dive in. Erin Young, welcome back to the podcast. This is your second appearance, and I'm so excited to have you in the hot seat today. Hi, Dallas. It's so great to be back here with you. Thanks for having me. Of course. So last year when we changed the name of this show, I tapped a few Hive members on the shoulder who I just felt were up to really important work and really exemplified this idea of being a coach on the mission on a mission and you were one of those coaches so check the show notes everybody you can we'll, we will link back to Aaron's original episode but for people who haven't heard that episode let's just start our conversation today can you let everyone know more about your mission who you help and the work you're up to and then we'll dive into some coaching Sure. So I help people who are making positive impact in the world be clearer about how they're doing that with purpose, stability, calm, and connection. And my processes are inspired and informed by nature intelligence. So I bring that into the work I do with, particularly with uh, holistic health practitioners and people who work in an alternative health industry. Great. 
I'm excited because I know we're going to have a bit of an audience and progress pathway conversation today, but this is the first time that I have heard you share your dream client power statement without beginning with health practitioners. Uh So that was cool to observe. And I want to know more about that transformation. So what I'm understanding is though that's where a lot of your work resides and where your audience has typically come from. Are you now thinking of branching out and serving people up to purposeful work rather than being super niched in the natural health practitioner realm? I think so. That's where yeah. the signals of life are sending me right now. And mm-hmm. I, particularly people who know me and what I do are saying, are you ever going to kind of branch out a bit more? And it's provoking me to realize that that's something that's also important for me to be helping people more broadly, because I think there's much more application for what I do. Yes. For our listeners, I'm sitting here nodding my head really (laughs) aggressively. It just sure fit hearing it come out of your mouth, Erin. It really Mm. just intuitively, it feels really aligned. So Mm. that's really exciting. (laughs) And for our listeners, this is an example of the value of a deep niche rather than a narrow niche right? Because one might think, oh, so now you help everyone. What are you doing? Uh, Healthcare practitioners, that's so narrow and focused and easy, but it might be narrow, but it may not be deep enough for you and for the impact that you want to have. So I think making this shift, and I know we'll talk more about it, is exciting and it feels aligned and and really valuable for you, but also for the people that you want to help. So yeah. Hmm. All right. So what do you want to walk away with from our conversation today? Okay, the thing that will be most meaningful for me to have at the end of this conversation is a crisp sense of clarity about how I integrate my skill set, my knowledge base, my the core resources that motivate me to do this work in the first place into the sessions I run with my clients and particularly how do I help people who don't know me at all appreciate what it is that I have to offer because I know that when people do get a strong sense of what I'm about and what I can bring for them they are really eager to work with me and to know more about that but for someone who's completely fresh it's feeling hard to articulate that in a way that's not jargony and lingo-y but that helps them really receive it in a way that they can receive it. Yeah. Clarity on that. Okay. So what I understand here is you are someone with a wealth of knowledge, uh, a wealth of experience, a lot of tools at your disposal. How do you bring all of who you are into a message that resonates with people who don't have insider information about who you really are? Exactly. People who have no context. Great. Okay. This is going to be really fun. So I'm feeling inspired to actually back into this a little bit. Tell me what you think about this. I'd love to hear more about the people who really know you and who understand your mission and who have a familiarity with your work. How do they describe or how would they answer the question, what's Erin all about? Mm, Oh, that's a good question. The thing I hear the most from people is that the reflection that I am a grounded person 
And that's Mm. important for people to have that grounding. So there's a clarity of presence and of being I have, I can have with people that's important to them. What backs that up is that what I'm about and how people would describe what I'm about is helping people to access practical ways to live a fuller experience of life where they're understanding the patterns of how life works and how nature works and can apply that to how they do things in their business and their lives as they live them more broadly and it makes sense and it helps them to have fill in the gaps I guess so Mm -hmm. I, I that's that's a bit of a verbose way of someone's explaining what I do but that's that's I think that's the experience people have um yeah in a broader sense with me yeah. So when we laser in on people who have had a transformational experience with you, mm-hmm. small uh, small scale or large scale, what tangible changes would they say they've experienced yes. through that work? Okay. Thank you for going there. The tangible experiences, people who have transformation with me, their nervous systems regulate yeah. through the process with me. And as a result, they have more clarity to think for themselves about what they need to do. And what comes out on the other side of that is more clarity of systems and processes that they're going to use for themselves to make their work more practically successful and functional for them. So they're calmer, they have clearer systems, and they have a clearer sense of purpose and what they're about and how to help anchor that for themselves. Got it. So is it accurate that the people who tend to be drawn to your work and those who receive the most value, perhaps they have a history of, I'm using air quotes here for our listeners, being a good student. I've learned to look outside of myself for the answers and the systems and the clarity. So learning to connect with nature and and to follow your processes kind of switches that or... Am I totally projecting? <laughs> I think the experience people are having is they're, they already have their own relationship and connection with finding the natural, natural experience. So they know how to move in cycles and, and to rest and to move when the time is right, for example. Mm-hmm. What the confusion is is that they're also living in the modern world, which is not – cyclically based or connective based it's more extractive so it will be more linear there's not a sense of pattern rhythm (sighs) to how to move so when they're working with me they realize oh there's patterns and rhythms to how to make this most effective for me which is not what the industry I work in or the world out there is reinforcing got it so if we think about climbing the awareness ladder which for Hive members listening, that's in our content confidence course. And for everyone, the idea here is we help people move from being pain aware to problem aware to ideally solution aware. So the solution that your audience is aware of is like the power of living in cycles. Mm -hmm. And the bridge that you help them cross is how to live in cycles in a linear world. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Got it. Yeah. Got it. That's interesting. Even just that language, right? Yeah. 
It is. And there, that's the end of our episode. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other thing that really stood out for me, I, I want to share my process. With those questions, I was just jotting down phrases or words that you shared where you, Aaron, f- seemed most embodied mm-hmm. and where I, like, where my ears perked up and there were a couple of them. One of them was thinking for themselves. Mm. So helping people who understand the importance of aligning their life with nature think for themselves enough to be successful, fulfilled, purposeful, fill in the blank there, in a linear world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That really stood out. And the other one that stood out was this, I've already said it a couple times, but cyclical life with a linear world. I want to share a quick story because it'll create good context. But my goal in our conversation, because again, it's how do you encompass all that your work entails in a way that people who agree but don't know you get it right away. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were on this Hive call or not, but this was... It's all so blurry, right? And I feel like we have 27 calls a week. So (laughs) I don't know exactly (laughs) when it was. But Dana, who helps people journal with the moon in order to accomplish their goals, she has this really cool program with um, like drawing prompts according to the moon cycles. Mm -hmm. We were having a niche conversation and she was trying to niche by looking at like, oh, is it people with chronic illness? Oh, is it people who, who want to make money in their business? And she was looking at these surface level characteristics to help narrow her niche. And my observation for her was, Dana, people who are down with journaling with the moon cycles, that in and of itself is a niche. And it mm-hmm. kind of doesn't matter what they want to journal about. The fact that they are aware that this process is a solution, that is niched enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, hearing that, what if anything it inspires for you? Because my thinking is there could be something here around clarifying your process, right? Progress pathway. And that in and of itself helps your niche become mm-hmm. crystal clear. Mm-hmm. I feel relief when I hear you say that because it's enough of a thing in this world to be identified with, yeah, okay, I want to well, live in cycles where not everyone else is necessarily doing that. But I hear you on that being a niche and it feels relieving and I think it is a unifying experience for mm-hmm. people when they realize it can be va- quite vast in the types of people who relate to that but it is a connective force so I like that yeah all right let's have a conversation then about your process mm. we talk about this in the hive but we have language around it which is this progress pathway or your signature system and even though that language implies that your process should be linear. And I think for most coaches, we know that our process is not linear. We know that though all clients might come in with a similar goal, how they get there is completely client-led. So understanding that your process is likely pillars rather than a chronological path, talk to me about what the key milestones are 
or the key obstacles that a dream client of yours would address as they begin to live a cyclical life in a linear world? Okay. So one of the pillars is that of purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, in the spirit of nature patterns. I've connected the four elements of fire, earth, water, and air to this. And purpose is about clarity of vision, clarity of mission, clarity of the specific down into the specifics of what goals uh, am I achieving to achieve to move toward that bigger, broader vision that's that's guiding the whole um action that they're doing so people are coming in without either without the clarity of where they actually want to go with their work they just know that they want to do good stuff they don't know specifically what that actually looks like or they're wanting to articulate it more clearly and really tap into the deeper essence of it um so that they can hold themselves in amongst life um, and come back to it if they feel like they've veered off it. Great. I understand that there are a lot of tools you likely rely on to help a client, to help them use their goal, their clear goals and mission as a compass Mm -hmm. as they move forward toward their goals. Mm -hmm. So, but what is one tool or process that you tend that tends to reveal itself when you're focusing on this pillar with a client to be honest a lot of this part of the process has been about their articulation of where they're at and through them engaging with me it's and through my questioning through my coaching it's helped them really reflect down onto a deeper level so to name that, uh, it's been very sort of in the moment process based. Yep. And then there are resources I carry that are that are, I guess, akin. They're different, but are akin to the Wheel of Life that I've heard you talking about recently mm-hmm. on another podcast episode. So, getting the full spectrum of who they're who they are as a human in the world, and having that inform the vision, and yeah. you know, essentially leaning into the pain points of why they're motivated to put energy toward that. Great. What I'm doing right now is tracking four things. The first one is the pillar that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Then I've written down a column that says what, a column that says how. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the pillar here is purpose. Mm -hmm. What that delivers. So the what, Erin, is the outcome. And the outcome is a guiding compass right? Clear goals and mission to serve as a guiding compass. How you get clients there is active listening, deep coaching, and garnering a full picture of who they are as a human. And that Mm -hmm. serves as their roadmap. Yeah. So none of this is a surprise to you, but I'm hoping hearing a very linear person in a linear world reflect back what she's hearing. (laughs) Uh, might, I'm hoping this is going to get us to the result we crave, which is how do I talk about this in a way that people who don't know me get it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. 
I think the question I have for myself is, is it enough? And there's a second part of it, but is it enough for me to say to people, I meet you with deep coaching and active listening, um, knowing that there's, I'm not deeply focused on it right now, but knowing that ultimately I'd like to move my work into a broader scaled up uh, level and reaching more people, which I'm not going to be able to necessarily meet people in that deep coaching all the time. That's another conversation, mm-hmm. obviously. So the first part mm-hmm. of it is, is it enough to say that? Do people understand what that means? You know, that, that, that they're the sort of questions that bubble up as I hear that reflected. Yeah. I think we can make our jobs so much more challenging when we think any one post, headline, product name, you name it, has to encompass everything. As soon as we go there, we are clever and we are not clear. So if we take a step back and look globally at you, how you show up in the when you market your business, we might have your progress pathway that actually says something as simple as step one is purpose. We're going to clarify your goals and mission. How we do that is we rely on my 12 years of coaching experience to paint the picture of who you are as a full human. Mm-hmm. And so that's your progress pathway. And then you might have, you might go live on Instagram telling the story of clarity a client got through the questions that you ask. And it's that story that then defines for folks what deep listen, what active listening and deep coaching is. But to try to find a phrase to spell all of that out is, I think, impossible. It's the work of all, it's our like clear, very top level message that gets people leaning in. And then it's the content we put out regularly that fills all of the gaps and really helps people go from problem aware to solution aware. Mm-hmm. Does that answer the question? It does. I mean, it's validating more than anything to say that, yeah. yes, you can talk about your work in, with, in that sort of way and it can make sense. It just doesn't need to all come out at once. So I appreciate yeah. that. And if it, I think if it does, people are sure to not get it. <laughs> Which I think has been also ultimately my problem is trying to yeah. sum it all up in a in in a narrowed way, which doesn't serve it serve people to understand mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but as we're talking, what comes up for me is I think when we get in the day to day tasks of marketing, we can easily and unconsciously become professors rather than storytellers. Right. So I'm, now I'm going to tell you what active listening is. Yeah. I'm going to sh- I'm going to tell you what my progress pathway is instead of sharing a story to illustrate what the meaning of it in someone's life. Yeah. That lands really strongly actually. It feels very consistent with the paradigm that I'm wanting to share more with people and activate in people is you know mm-hmm. moving from that linear sort of professorship I'm going to tell you how it is to I'm actually going to weave you deeper into this understanding in an embodied way and you just you know it for yourself and yeah. it's you know it's it's interesting how we can know things on one hand and in one expression and and then sometimes we don't do that in other ways and that's being human so I really yeah. hear that 
what I'm writing down, and this is like an Instagram post for later for me, maybe, or something we bring into the hive, but if I can think of two valuable coaching skills that help us most in our marketing, it's storytelling. Think of how many times you draw out a metaphor just to help deepen a client's understanding, right? I know I do that often. And narration, which we talk about so much in the hive, right? Like actually saying what it is we're doing in real time. Yeah. So now with your message, you can tell a story about the clarity someone got around their purpose. And then Mm -hmm. it's almost this little sidebar. Oh, and by the way, here's what I just did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I illustrated for you what it looks like to receive deep questions from a coach just through the telling of that story. Mm-hmm. And that's how we get people to understand inside of themselves instead of comprehend with their brains who you are and what it is you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. It feels much mm-hmm. more exciting for me as well. I think that's the thing I'm feeling bubbling right yeah. now is that that actually is very enticing and it feels creative and that's an energy I, I want to activate more often. Wouldn't it be great if you could just build your business focusing on your strengths? I see too many coaches struggling to fit into a certain mold and they ignore the easy path. So let's put an end to that. What I want you to do is go to dallastravers.com slash quiz. I've put together a 45 second superpower quiz designed to reveal two things. Number one, the very next step in your business, whether that's list building, client attraction, or scaling with a course. And number two, the natural strength you possess to help you accomplish that task. When you get your results, you'll also get a custom built toolkit with actionable items you can put in place right away to finally make this growth path simpler because you're doing what you do best. So the link again is dallastravers.com slash quiz. Go and check it out and then let me know on Instagram how you scored. Okay, so tell me more about that. So we started this conversation with a question, how do I help people who don't know me understand my work and what I'm all about in a concrete way? Now we've been like, we used one of your pillars as an example, but just given everything we've talked about so far, tell me more about this excitement you feel and what that might look like in action? Mm. The first thought that comes to mind is people who, and accounts on Instagram, for example, who there's a magic that exudes from their account that when I see a post from them, there's a magnetism that draws me in. And I know that other people feel that magnetism too. And that's an essence I know I have and I know that can come through more strongly. And there's the battle of the linear mind with the left brain, right brain, in essence, that I experience when it comes to, okay, I need to get some words into a coherent, relatable form on, on Instagram, for example. So when I think of storytelling, it provides a framework and a capsule that allows me to flow more deeply into it rather than think my way and step my way into it. 
it's more of an emergent process in a sense, mm-hmm. even though it might be recounting an experience that a client has had with me and what that means to them. It feels like whenever I tell that story, like any good story, it will have the same core essence, but it might be told in a different way in the time that it's being told. And that means it's alive. And that's what's important to me. So that's, that's yes. why that's enticing. You know, what's so cool about that is what you just illustrated is the best way to help people who don't know you actually understand and experience what you're about. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell people that they have to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what feels like the next step for you, Erin, around this conversation? So something I've done from a previous conversation you and I have had around my, particularly around my progress pathway is I I went away and tapped into around each of the pillars that I carry, what makes me feel sick in my stomach about (sighs) that pillar not happening for people. And then looking at what does it look like and feel like when it is happening and for them and for the world more broadly. And that was a really valuable process to go through and to really write it down and get into the the, the narrative for me, what's driving mm-hmm. me in this work. So I think that is now a base of for me to get clearer on what stories I can tell specifically around those points. So I wrote it down in a dot point form because that's how my brain most easily processed it at the time. And I think for each of them, I can go through and then have a subsection of dot points of, that's a very linear way to think about it, but it's helping me to make sense of what stories I can tell around each of these problems that people are experiencing. And then, you know, link in one of the solution points and and action points that really helped them. So getting clear on the storylines moving on is a definitely a homework piece I think that I can take away from here. I'd love to share a resource. Marisa Corcoran, she was on one of the very first episodes of this show and we'll link it in the show notes for everybody. But she has, and we have permission to share this, she's very generous. She's got this awesome process called the Story Strip Down. Have you played with that at all? I'm going to explain it for the listeners, but have you touched it at all? I haven't. Oh, you're going to love it. It's exactly what you're we're talking about here. So basically, the idea is to first identify the pain, if you will, or the circumstance that your audience is in, which is what you just explained. What feeling for them is attached to that circumstance? Mm. Number three is when have you had a similar feeling? You, a client, your brother-in-law, right? Like just someone, even a a story from a character in a book. And then you tell the story of that experience to then relate it back to, um, to the lesson that you want to impart. And it's such an easy, for me, such an easy way to drop into telling a story instead of educating folks. Cause I'm so comfortable giving you like a seven step whatever the hell. (laughs) But telling the story takes a little more work until I can drop in. Um, So there's a training for that inside the hive in the content module. And then also for our listeners, you can link to it. But why don't we try one just as a fun experiment here? Yeah. So I heard you say you went through a writing exercise, really getting clear on 
with each pillar when a client doesn't have that pillar, like what that brings up for you and what that brings up for them as well as the world. So can you just think of a client you had in mind or perhaps a pillar, something that came up in that writing process that we can use to apply this framework? So I'll stick with the purpose pillar. A client of mine has came to me wanting to get, they already had a sense of what their purpose was and, and they wanted to have a clear purpose statement, something that they could articulate to themselves and to their people and a broader version of what we talk about as the dream client power statement. They're the deeper manifesto, I guess, of, of what mm-hmm. they're about. And so they had a sense of what they wanted to do, but it seemed so vast and so broad that they were actually, it wasn't what they had before they spoke with me and worked with me was they had too much possibility and not enough clarity about what that was. So it wasn't helping them to be effective. They were feeling lost. It was overwhelming inside of all of that. So through the work we did together, it really helped dial into what was most important. What was the deeper driving factors of why they're wanting to do that in the first place? Very similar to what we're talking about here. And they, through, through having that the space of someone who non-judgmentally and curiously inquired into what they were sharing, it really helped them step onto their best foot with it and get into the deeper layers that inspired them. And so this client was able to come through with something that they felt really inspired by and um, that then helped drive the work that they were doing on from there and really push forward with and accelerate the work they were doing and how they spoke about Mm. it with people. Wow. So what is the, a word to describe the feeling that they were in before having this conversation and beginning the work? Overwhelm. Yeah, that's the word I was thinking too. Yeah. Can you think of a time in your own life where you felt overwhelmed? Yeah, I can. It was when I was working as an environmental engineer a good while ago and I knew it wasn't the place for me, but I didn't know what to do about it. And there was something really strongly that I felt inside of me that I that I wanted to do, but I didn't actually know what that was. Yeah. So yeah, that was then the cloud of overwhelm that I found myself in. And what did you do to move through, move through the overwhelm? Well, to be honest, in that situation, what I did was travel the world <laughs> because there was a, there was a finding of self and that was what met me at that time, which seems like a big thing to say in a story, but actually, yeah, I can see the relevance of it. So I, I spent time with myself. I spent time in in like a free space of not not defining myself by anything necessarily and allowed that to bring through the things that really inspired me. And I've allowed myself to be around different people and people who weren't familiar to me. I got out of my comfort zone is what I did. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And you were curious. Yeah. Like, right. Like I'm not, I'm going to go see the world. That is curiosity. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, I there's, I want to make two points right now, and I don't know which one to start with. Okay, let's stick with the story strip down for a minute. And again, shout out to Marisa Corcoran. So we identified 
the a circumstance that your audience is currently in and the feeling connected to that circumstance, mm-hmm. then when have you experienced that feeling? And here's this story that helps people, Aaron, understand all of who you are. Like, wait, hold up. Did you say environmental engineer? And like, what an interesting fact about you. And it gives you credibility. And it also brings up a bunch of questions about how you got here, right? That's, again, how we help people understand all of who you are by telling stories instead of sharing facts Mm. and where we so then the moral of this story was you don't have to travel the world but you do need to step one spend time with yourself step two bring curiosity Mm -hmm. right and step three something around like really look at the full picture of who who you are as a human so -hmm. now we're right back to the purpose pillar and how you actually help people find the clarity that you did Mm, I like that. That's really powerful. It uses the real, true, genuine story of my experience and makes it relatable and adaptable to different circumstances. Yeah. How fun. I want to propose an activity here. Please. Which would be looking at all of your pillars, and there are four, right? We'll be sure to let our audience know what they all are if we don't get to them all today, but Can you go through this process with each one Mm -hmm. and let's outline the process because everyone can do this. Step one is to name the pillar, even if it's not the final name. Step two, what is the concrete milestone or result in that pillar? So when I've like ticked the box (laughs) on the purpose pillar, how do I know what's true? So that's the what. Then we have the how. What tools, what skills, what resources were utilized in order to help the client get there? Mm -hmm. Then let's try the story stripped down. Mm -hmm. So what you can have is four core pieces of content that tell your story. doesn't have to be in chronological order, doesn't have to be all the details, but help Mm -hmm. people really connect with you. Mm -hmm. They illustrate your progress pathway in action instead of in the form of a fancy PDF. (laughs) And they're what inside of the hive we call your keystone messages, right? Like some, like if, if you only read four posts that I ever put out, let them be this because they really represent what I stand for and the process that I follow and who I am as a person. Mm. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling and then it. there's a fifth, a fifth step that I'm feeling, which is bringing it back to naming the benefit. Mm. So again, we started with how do I help people understand all that I know and all that I do and all that I am when they don't know me yet, right? So we to make this all concrete for folks, what is the tangible benefit mm. of? this purpose pillar. And we can loop back. The reason I put the story strip down in before this was through the telling of your story, you may see a more concrete benefit or a more crystallized benefit. So what you may find is, oh, what came up was I've felt free, free to make a mistake, free to not know the next move. My purpose was so clear that the pressure to find the right job floated away. And that, I don't know, 
I don't know if that would come, that benefit would come as easily to mind if we just tried to fill in the blanks of what are the benefits of knowing your purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I'm feeling is that all lands at this point is how that can be, that can apply to many different types of people. The embodiment (laughs) of my personal experience inside of that really helps me understand how that can relate to lots of different people. Of course, you know, the holistic health practitioners focus has been convenient to really Mm -hmm. narrow my focus. So it, it eliminates options and my attention can be dialed in. But in this way, I like that it's it could be broader and still relatable and embodied for me in what I'm experiencing. And I don't necessarily need to research an industry so much as be yeah. in the sharing of stories of life and how they can be how life can be supported and more functional by through these pillars that I share with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely. And it's just like Dana, right? Like people who are bought in to aligning themselves with the cycle of nature in order to thrive in a linear world. Yeah. That is super niched. Yeah. Right? There are probably millions of people on the planet inside of that niche, which is also convenient if you want to fill large programs, but it's clear and deep, yeah. which is how you know your niche is on point. Yeah. Can I share something that just came and it's taking us a little bit off track, but it's totally related at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think there could be room to play around with your dream client power statement. When you told the story of that client, they were frozen, right? Mm. By their big sense of purpose. Like their purpose was so big that they did not know how to get started. Mm. And that is such an interesting moment in time for a dream client. And sometimes the best way to define our target audience is defining the moment in time that they are in. Mm, Yes. I feel that. I like that. So I just jotted down quickly and it's definitely not a final draft, but something around like I help people who are filled with a big purpose, frozen. I kind of like that going dark a little bit, but like frozen by their big sense of purpose, rely on the natural cycles of the earth to trust themselves and thrive in a linear world. Mm. Wow. That's, I can feel, uh, I can feel that being shaped and what it does offer me right now is something that's more genuine and true to what I want to be doing and what I can help people with rather than a regurgitation of what I think that I'm hearing people say in a particular industry. And then me kind of sharing that back to them, um, in a way that I, yeah, I can get it I, and it's good. It's important, but this feels much more soulful for me. Soulful. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay. So could you do me a favor and share your next steps? I just want to make sure that you and I are on the same page in terms of this exercise, and it'll also help our listeners apply this to their own business. 
Yeah. Okay. So for each of my, the pillars of my progress pathway, I'm going to move through and clarify what is the concrete milestone and the outcome that they're going to experience with each of them, the tools that I use to help them get there, the how, and then for each of them get into the story strip down and mm-hmm. tell my story and, and connect in the feeling aspect of that. That's I'm really excited about that piece. And then name the benefit for them for each of those pieces. Yeah. And then extra credit is to let this dream client power statement percolate a little bit. Yeah, definitely. That is definitely mm-hmm. um, something to be shaped. I really appreciate you naming that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel really energized. Just to give everyone some context, the last time you volunteered on a hive call, there was like, I think we both felt a little mucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it felt a little heavy and unclear around your signature system and the progress pathway. And how does that inform my lead magnet and all of that? And I feel very light around this now and really energized about what you might be able to create following this little assignment we designed. Yeah, absolutely, Dallas. And I, I, you know, it's all been important process as well. And Mm -hmm. it's, I think what's been happening um, and that, that mucky feeling was me realizing that I'd let myself kind of get linear with the processes that you share and now and then there's been a process of kind of letting it go inside of me but realizing what that so much has stuck and Mm -hmm. through what we've talked about today it's really me now refocusing back into okay now that I can refocus and let go of what has felt sticky where do I go with this and this is feeling much more alive and much more energizing like you said great Yay. (laughs) Thank you for coming on the show. This was really fun. I love it when new exercises reveal themselves through these coaching conversations. It's really fun for me. Yeah. Thank you, Dallas. I love seeing them come through you as well. You're really good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Erin. Is there any final accountability you would like from me and the team in order to help you continue to run with this? I think I want to have uh, really sat with this and let it come through in the next two to three weeks. Uh, And so, yeah, in the next two to three weeks, I want to be posting on the Hive Facebook group about where I'm at with this and, and sharing it even and letting people get into it. Great. That'll be exciting for everyone. All right. We'll watch for it. Mm, great. All right, Aaron. Thank you so much for bringing this forward. And I want to thank all of you for listening and carve out some time for yourself to apply this process, whether you think you're super clear about your audience and your process or where you feel completely unclear. I think this will be illuminating. Thanks, folks. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode 
to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers Biz Mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you, it'll be worth it. Okay, thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.